0: Should all the greatest paper got and never brought to
1: right. I once got Happy New Year in March. Disgusting. It's pathetic. <laughs>
0: Hello, 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 hello. In the radio and TV worlds, the whole of film reviews has well and truly been spackled. But the Dukey Radio Show has noticed a wide crack in critiques, and that is preview reviews. So join us while we paper over your crack by discussing the trailers for forthcoming films. We'll save you, a. Oh, at least two minutes, and who knows what you can do with those valuable 120 precious seconds. Are you troubled by spots, blemishes, and flaky skin? Well, download the Dookie Radio Show every Monday, and your skin will be looking clear, radiant, and luscious in no time. The Dookie Radio Show, your key to beautiful skin. Hello, darling. Has anybody told you that you've got beautiful skin? Yes, all the time. Welcome to a new segment, Preview Review, in which Sylvia, Marsha and myself...
2: Yeah, what up, people? Hello, Dookie listeners.
0: ...review film previews. Trailers, if you will. First up, Wild. (laughs) Wild.
2: Yeah, this is where uh, Reese Witherspoon gets angry and goes for a walk. Why do I have to walk a
0: thousand miles? Happy trails, Cheryl. This film absolutely begs to incorporate into its soundtrack 500 Miles by the Proclaimers twice. Now,
2: uh, uh, you know, we've all. Uh, I don't know. What is it, Forrest Gump? I don't know.
0: He goes out for a long walk in that film, doesn't he?
2: Yeah, you know, it just seems like, you know, the road movie, you know, once that kind of gets kind of old, you know, people take to foot.
0: I'm quite fond of Reese Witherspoon. I think she's a brilliant actress. However, having seen the trailer for Wild, it made me want to go for a long walk out of the cinema. That looks dreadful.
2: You know what, Dookie? This is how sad I am. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure that people think that I'm quite sad. When I was watching that particular trailer, all I could think was, thank God she doesn't have a dog. Because there was one last year, there was a movie last year about that Australian woman... There was a true story she actually went on a walk across the outback right mm. i actually saw her interviewed on morning television she seemed like a nice person and they made a movie about her going for a really long walk and she actually did bring her dog with her and that was a true story and all i could think when i saw that trailer was i hope the dog is okay
0: i believe that reese witherspoon's character in wild is a mother Does that bother you at all? Well,
2: yeah, a little bit. But you know that the the kids are being taken care of. Well, you assume that the children are being taken care of. Whereas if she, because in the movie, she's going through blizzards. She's going through deserts. She looks like she's going without food, without water, that she's suffering. And you think if she had her dog with her, the dog would be suffering as well. And that would, so all the while I was keeping my eye out thinking, oh, well, at least she doesn't have a dog. I don't want anything to happen to her because she she I like her as an actress too. But I just thought I'm glad she doesn't have a dog. Yeah, what a load of sentimental clap trap.
0: Uh
2: we're on the next one.
0: The next one is Foxcatcher.
2: So the strap line here is Angry Wrestler. wrestler mentored by Angry Billionaire.
0: Steve Carell basically puts on a fat suit, a prosthetic nose and works his arse off being angry with a slight Southern States American accent portraying the sports coach, John DuPont.
1: Coach is a father. coaches, a mentor. Coach has great power on an athlete's life.
2: I would say taciturn.
0: He works his ass off being Taciturn.
2: Taciturn. Which, which seems like the word that's just the word that came to mind for me.
0: And Mark Ruffalo um, also yeah, alters Mr. his. Yes, yeah, sorry. He alters his hairline a bit, puts on a fat suit, and does a Mark yeah, Ruffalo. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's so what I was gonna say. You know, isn't he the same and everything? Wasn't he filming and whopping? You yes. saw you didn't you see him?
0: Yes. You he, were out walking your dog. Yes, Mark Ruffalo was in my neighbourhood and near my dog, filming the sequel to Now You See Me. I have to say the American actor was looking very well and very different from his appearance in the preview for Foxcatcher.
2: I read about this and the thing about it was apparently you can go on YouTube and you can type in the name of the billionaire.
0: John Dupont. Because
2: this is also a true story. And apparently he he was a little unhinged. And he actually threw a testimonial dinner for himself. As you do. And you can see this on you can see footage
0: of it on YouTube. Blimey!
2: And when I read it, I thought I really kind of want to see it, but then I kind of really don't because it sounds pretty creepy.
0: It sounds like train crash, YouTube yeah, viral yeah, goodness. Yeah, well, especially
2: since you, you know you know what happened. Like you know none of none of the people in that movie came to a good end. So I just thought no, but you know, if I think maybe you or Marcia could watch it because you're made of stronger stuff than I am, and see this man throwing a testimonial dinner for himself. I mean, that's either great bravado or mental illness. I'm not
0: sure. Is Mark Ruffalo the American Michael Sarah?
2: What discuss? Uh, yeah, you know, Michael Sarah. You know, I liked him in... God, it's gone out of my head. What it, uh, I'm a little pickle from a, the holidays.
0: A film called Superbad. Yeah, also but what's in the- Arrested, Arrested Development. Development.
2: And you know he plays the gormless kind of nerdy kid that you're rooting for really well. And that's what he does. And like Mark Ruffalo, what you know, how would you sum him up?
0: He like, tends to play slightly vulnerable characters or seemingly vulnerable with a gormless. I don't know about that style delivery which Sarah is also a master of they both seem to need mothering it's not so much that they are the same type of actor the point which I'm trying to make is they tend to play the same role repeatedly gormless but lovable yeah
2: you know when you said mothering just then Mm. uh, I think I just need to say that you introduced Sylvia to a song over the Christmas holidays that kind of changed her life
0: yes a track from The Police Dookie, Entitled Mother
2: Dookie sung
0: by Andy Summers. It's on the Synchronicity album.
2: All listeners, especially if you have a strained or difficult relationship with your mother, you need to hear this song.
0: You need to hear it. It's changed my life. Here's a little sample.
1: Well, the
2: Mark Ruffalo, uh, Steve Carell. You know the movie. Out of all the trailers I've seen for the movies coming up recently, you know it looks the most watchable to me. It, you know. I concur. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Concur. Taciturn. We're we're getting the thesaurus around out around here. Should we move on to the next one?
0: The next one is American Sniper. <laughs>
2: This is angry sniper struggles with his sniping duties.
0: Bradley Cooper.
2: Yeah, I'm not a Bradley Cooper fan. He's and a I sta-
0: st- yeah, he's a very popular actor, aesthetically pleasing. I and
2: guess, I guess I always feel a little bit isolated when you know the whole world loves somebody, or it seems like the whole world loves somebody, and I just don't see it. I mean, he's yeah, I guess it, it, you know he's a hunky hunky beefcakey. Yeah, you know, he... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I put him in the same bracket as... as What's the guy's name? Matthew McConaughey. Right. And, you know... I don't know. He doesn't look like he's a nice guy. You know, like in real life.
0: What, McConaughey? Yeah. Or Matthew Mahogany, as one film review show calls he, him.
2: You know, you know, he's got the bod and everything, and he's got... Uh, I don't know. I just... You know, maybe... You know, sometimes you think people look like assholes and you you might meet them and they might be the nicest people in the world.
0: I saw the fucking trailer for American Sniper. I wish they hired this guy to fucking do the job on the writer for this film. Jesus.
2: I bet this movie. I'm sorry. Just I'm sorry to say bad things about him. I don't even know him. He's very aesthetically pleasing. I bet that this movie is going to go crazy. It's going to go crazy cuz the demographic is probably what like your men from 18 to 58.
0: I thought that Bradley Cooper was hilarious in the hangover. And when he's shooting people in American Sniper, he's also hilarious. And their daughters and girlfriends. And, and their daughters wives. and girlfriends,
2: because you know, you know, he is easy on the eye. And it's just basically the trailer is just him with his gun trained on where were they? Damascus?
0: They were somewhere in the Middle East.
2: Yeah, somewhere in the Middle East and they're 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 pointing the gun at this woman who looks like she might be a suicide
0: bomber. God, that sounds emotionally charged.
2: And that was a whole trailer. And I don't really go in for those kind of war movies, because I'm a sap. I'm a sap dookie, and and you're kind of sappy too.
0: I am definitely sappy. Would you see
2: this movie, dookie?
0: No, and even if it's on Channel 4 at 2 in the morning, and I have nothing to do at 2 in the morning, and Channel 4 is the only channel that I'm able to receive on my television, no.
2: I'm not big into war movies, but you know, I did like Full Metal Jacket. Did you see that Madhu
0: movie? I've seen it many, many times. Full Metal Jacket, although set predominantly in Vietnam, filmed entirely in East London, in the Isle of Dogs, to be precise. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's cool. I like the guy. You know, I mean, it's a good movie because it's kind of, you know, it is, you know, all kind of army stuff, but it's also really psychological,
0: right? I I like that. Me So Horny, Me Love You Long Time. Up next, the film... Whiplash.
2: So this one is angry old drummer gets very, very angry with angry young drummer.
0: Are you seeing a theme here? In a teacher-student capacity, or a musical director and performer capacity? Oh
2: my god! I mean, how angry can did you have you ever got like that with Welshy, your drummer? Oh.
0: I've had a few moments.
2: I mean, my God, the whole trailer was this bald guy throwing stuff at young guy because he's I don't know, he missed a beat or something. That was the whole
0: trailer. I mean, it's kind of one of those where it's, Yo, you're 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 rushing, <laughs> now you're dragging, asshole. Do you know that's the beat from Squeeze? <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be up the fucking junction now. I'm throwing fucking coffee at you, dickwad. Fuck you. <laughs>
2: I don't think we need to say anything more about that movie That's the whole movie By the looks of it I mean I don't know I was just reading the papers And you know Somebody in one of the papers Gave it You know Just said that this is Riveting Do your seat kind of stuff So who's to say But Yeah that was the whole trailer
0: And here's a sound bite from the actual trailer Were you rushing or were you dragging I, I don't know If you deliberately sabotage my band, I will gut you like a pig. Oh, my dear God. You are a worthless pansy-ass who is now weeping and slobbering all over my drum set like a nine-year-old girl. That was a whole trailer. (laughs) It was really full on. Yeah, it was a whole trailer, all right. The first minute of it, I was a bit interested. I thought, okay, it's about a musical director and drummer's relationship. This could be quite interesting because drummers are very dynamic as people usually. Oh, dearie me. It the was uh, they, is... they hit the wrong beat with that bad boy.
2: Well, the teacher is the dad from what's that movie that I you Love You Man. I Love You Man. You love that movie, don't you?
0: Yes. It's a very, very guilty pleasure.
2: You yeah, and Well she sit and hold hands and watch that movie when you're wearing your footy pajamas.
0: Yes. Well, yeah, well, I thought so. Painting our nails. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Up next Birdman.
2: So, uh, Dookie, we have to say that we're cheating with this one because we've actually seen this whole movie. But this is angry ex-superhero actor gets angry over stalled career.
0: Sum it up. It does. So,
2: you know, it's hard because we've actually seen this whole movie.
0: And it is rather good.
2: I haven't seen it, but it looks, from the trailers, it does look amazing. It does look
0: really good. And it's receiving good reviews around the world and everywhere, and deservedly. It looks claustrophobic. Indeed, the way that it's filmed does create a sense of discomfort to the viewer, but in a good way. It's very much a filmmaker's film and it's an actor's film as well. So if you're interested in finding out the farce and the excitement that happens backstage on Broadway or on any film set, this will certainly give you the flavour of it.
2: The only thing that gave me food for thought was I happened to see something in the news. Michael Keaton said that he felt no affinity with this role whatsoever. And I just thought, you know, maybe thou dost protest too much, because isn't it about a man who got very, very famous playing a superhero, and then his after that, his career kind of stalled because he couldn't get away from that superhero role? Isn't that right? Yes. So for Michael Keaton to say that he has no affinity with this role... Surely he has some affinity with the role.
0: Absolutely. I think he was trying to validate his performance, which he didn't need to do, but possibly with a view to preventing reviewers and the general public from thinking that he was just playing himself instead of acting
2: Yeah, so, yes yeah, that's fair enough because that must be really annoying if you think that you know you put your heart and soul into something and then people just think oh well you just it's kind of like when you're writing a novel and people think that it's autobiographical and somehow that cheapens it somehow
0: it's all fucking about you
2: so, you, you know, you're, as an author, you kind of have to say, well, it's not autobiographical, even though it is. But it still takes a lot of talent to turn, you know, real life into fiction,
0: doesn't it? Absolutely. I yeah. think Michael Keaton may possibly have been feeling a bit insecure. Also, it's, Or
2: maybe he just needs to get over himself. You know, possibly. You, could, you could put it like
0: that, too. Absolutely brilliant performance, nonetheless. And yeah,
2: it was good. You know, he doesn't have to be defensive. He did a good job. You know, who cares?
0: A good cast all round as well. Edward Norton was fantastic.
2: Yeah, I Cambridge-shire like him.
0: Cambridgeshire-born actress, although an Australian national, Naomi Watts was a rather good as well. And yes, a I didn't get very the Leslie action. Flick. That's the only thing. It we, did seem a little bit overwrought and uh, yeah, like, stuck in there yeah, just for the sake of it. You it
2: know, could, I don't want to spoil it or anything, but you get a little, you get a little girl on girl, and it just seemed a little like why.
0: It may have been an ode to. What's performance in the lesbian-friendly Mulholland Drive uh, okay. from All right, yeah, okay,
2: all right. Yeah, it just seemed like, you know, you get a little girl-on-girl girl and then it's left and then it's never mentioned again and, like, yeah, whatever. But, there, you
0: know, I thought it was really good. It was a good movie. I liked it. Up next, Testament of Youth. <laughs>
2: Sticky, this is World War One movie where everyone dies and their relative gets angry. <laughs> now, I don't want to belittle it, cause, well, Sylv, you've read the you've read the book. I have read this book. I have read all 998 pages of this book, and it's grim. I'm not saying the book is grim. You know, the book is good. It's well written. But boy,
0: that story is grim. A dark, dark it tale. It
2: is. And Dookie, I had to read it over a weekend. Okay, so we're, we're looking at nearly a thousand pages here. And let us I don't want to spoil it. So spoiler alert, here it comes, people. If you're going to see this movie and you don't want a spoiler alert, just fast forward now or cover your ears now. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Everyone dies.
0: Instead of being called Testament of Youth should be called Testament of Death.
2: Yes. So, uh, and I read this in a weekend because I had to do it for a class and yada yada, really boring reasons. But I had to read it over two days. I tell you, what I needed after I read this book was about a marathon of Beavis and Butthead. I'm telling you. So, you know, it looks really beautiful. It looks really well filmed. I'm sure it's amazing. The book was really good. You know... line up some Beavis and Butthead afterwards for yourselves, or some South Park, or something.
0: Family Guy, any American animated comedy.
2: Anything that's going to lift you, you know Family Guy's a little bitter for me, but um, just, you know, anything that's going to lift you up, anything that's going to put your brain... Bob's
0: Burgers.
2: Bob's... Oh, I like Bob's Burgers. King of the Hill. That's like 3 in the morning. That's on at 3 in the morning. It's very weird. Yeah, you know, something that doesn't have any politics, any message, any bitterness in it, you need it after you see this movie. I haven't seen the movie. I have only read the movie. So to sum up, we got angry walking, angry wrestling, angry sniping, angry drumming, angry acting, and angry dying. There's a theme.
0: Facebook. Click on your mouse to our Facebook page. Facebook. It's easy to find. It will not take an age. Facebook. www.facebook.com. Forward slash. The Dukey Radio Show, The Dukey Radio Show. The thin white Dukey is right. Click your way to the Dukey Radio Show Facebook page. www.facebook.com forward slash The Dukey Radio Show. The Dukey Radio Show, The Dukey Radio Show. I am here chatting with Amy Ryan from the Amosford Heritage Society. Amy, have you heard the amazing news that Ace Frehley, musician from the rock band KISS, is going to be in Amosford to judge a battle of the bands next week. Are you excited about this or what? Eh, uh, well, you know, um, eh uh. On the next Dukey Radio show, we'll be welcoming Dave Barbarossa into the studio. The legendary drummer from Adam and the Ants, Bow Wow Wow and Republica will be popping in to chat about all things musical, his recently published novel entitled Mud Sharks, as well as his new group, Coordinated. And here they are with By This Thing. <laughs> Well, that's your lot. You've been listening to Preview Review, our first show of 2015. My name is Dukey, and I've been your host. May the worst of tomorrow be the best of yesterday. Thanks for listening. Now it's time for me to go and uh, pop my weasel. Half a pound of tuppany rice, half a pound of treacle. That's the way the money goes. Pop goes the weasel. If you deliberately sabotage my band, I will gut you like a pig. Oh, my dear God.